You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Thank you for listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Get our other shows at wearelibertarians.com. Our next presentation is on how to use online properties to promote your campaign or your uh, activities for the Libertarian Party. And I've passed out a sheet, a handout with a list of some things that are absolutes, that are optional. Uh, And we're just going to kind of walk through some of these options and show you some of the best practices. And the first is a website. Let me first say that anything you use on the web is a tool. It shouldn't be your whole campaign. If you're running an entire web campaign, then you will probably run a great web campaign, but you probably will not make a big dent in the voters that you're talking to. Because, like Joyce said in a previous presentation, you're preaching to the choir for the most part. The people that are on our Facebook page or that view our website are generally libertarians. So these 3,300 libertarians get the message. The point of including, you know... So, <laughs> so it's important to keep in mind that this is just one aspect of your campaign or your organization. It's an important part, but it's not the end-all be-all of what you're doing as a candidate. So let's talk about probably the most important facet, which is a website. Uh, and I pulled up some websites here. Like, whoa, <laughs> Rex making me dizzy. I have talked to voters who will not vote for a candidate if they don't have a website. And it doesn't make a lot of sense, but in the, age, in the new age of the Internet, a campaign has to have an online hub for information. And it's very important that you present people with several things. Um, and if you look at the bottom of the sheet, we talk about some of the elements that you're going to use across all of these platforms that are important to voters. The first is a headshot and photos. So if you look right here, Rex has his has his photo. He has the next part of what we're talking about, which is I can't whoops, which is his logo. So he's got his headshot and his logo so people can see his face, they can connect with who he is right away. A logo is just, you know, something that in the digital age is important and you should you should get a logo. You can get uh, a logo designed for free by Andrew Markle here in the party. And if you're not in the party or if he's not acting quick enough, you can go to 99designs or Logo Design Guru. Logo Design Guru is actually who Rupert used to create his logo, uh, which is the top of the Indiana torch and 19 stars for the 19th state, Indiana, uh, put into a circle, and then his name, Rupert for Governor. This logo and scheme have been used all across their business cards, their T-shirts, their buttons. Uh, so it's it's a visual identifier that people use to recognize your campaign because sometimes if you had a button of your face, that might be a little much. So uh, that might actually turn off some voters depending on your face. So, the second part is a bio. Uh, let's go to About Rex. 
I don't know, let's say I don't know Rex, and I want to know a little bit more about him. I can learn about his history. You want to, it's important to have a bio. It's a very basic element of your campaign. Uh, The media uses it when they're doing background on you for stories. Voters use it to connect with you on a personal level. And the best place to keep that is to put it on your website. The second part is ways to connect with the count with the candidate. Uh, so here's one way to connect with Rex. Get involved. You go to his page. You get involved. Rex has his address, his telephone number, his email address, and a contact form. So it's very easy to connect with Rex if you have questions. If your website doesn't... Your website's not going to have all the answers. If your website has all of the answers, then your website is probably too big. Okay, you you can be, you know, if you look at Rupert's website, for instance, you've got Meet Rupert, you've got his running mate Brad, you've got his issues. He has more issues and specifics on his webpage than the other two candidates combined. I can promise you that if you look at the other two candidates' websites. But it still looks fairly short and there are some people who will want a book (laughs) they will want to know they will want to ask you questions and drill down to every part of uh, of your platform before they'll vote for you and if those people don't have a way for them to get in touch with you they're not only going to not vote for you they're going to tell their friends and family not to vote for you as well Uh, The second is your platform or your issues. What are you running on? Well, go to issues. We saw Rupert's. You know, Rex has a few things on here. He has a blog where he writes a lot. He even has a book where he talks about his philosophy. Uh, Doesn't have to be really long. This is the perfect length on, on a topic. Just a couple paragraphs about where you stand because most people are going to Agree, disagree, or want to know more. If they read this and they say, really, you're not for the stimulus, well, then I'm not voting for you. I'm going to vote for the Democrat. All right? So it doesn't need to be really long because realistically in this age, the more information you put out, the more that they're going to try and use against you, and by they I mean opponents, uh, surrogates for other candidates, uh, so I'm not advising you to be vague. I'm advising you to be concise and short. You don't need to ramble on and on and on uh, like I will do in this presentation. Uh, at you, now that you have more bandwidth in the Internet, there are a couple things that are starting to really become popular and essential, and that's videos and audio. Um, for instance, Rupert has his weekly podcast. It's... I don't know how you get to it. See, this is a problem with their website. They have podcasts. I've edited six of them, so I know that they have them, but I don't know how to get to them. Um, You know, video is also very important on Facebook. You know, there's a picture of Frank earlier today teaching the class, and that gets seven likes. Uh, So when those people like that photo, that puts the Libertarian Party of Indiana page in their feed. Uh... This right here, a picture of Elmo on our Facebook page gets 18 shares and 50 likes. All right, so big deal. Well, those videos and those photos help us to build reach online. To go beyond those 3,000 people, 
that are party faithful. We want to connect to everyone else's friends and family. So, hold on, the internet's a little slow here. So let's go to Reach. This is the makeup of our page over the last, about the last month. Many of you will be shocked to see that we are 59% male, 40% female, which is actually uh, far uh, less skewed than the people that like our page, which is overwhelmingly male. Uh, many of them from Indianapolis. So 804, approximately one-third of our likes are in the Indianapolis area. Uh, Fort Wayne is next. Bloomington, Greenwood, Indiana. Chicago, Illinois has beat Fishers, Evansville. And so that can help the state party target to our message. If we're Indiana, Indianapolis-centric, we, of course, try to keep it as balanced as possible. But if I posted about... West Lafayette, Indiana, well, there's only 20 likes from West Lafayette, Indiana. So that helps me figure out what content is better. And video and photos, um, video and photos, and I can't find the actual page with the data, video and photos carry far more reach than any other content. Videos and photos are easier shared. It connects almost instantly. Photos, something as simple as this, will give us a tremendous amount of, amount of reach. And if you scroll down, you'll see this spike here in our reach. And we were able to hit 25,000 people seeing a certain post. So, obviously, to have a page of 3,000 people and then have a post that gets a reach of 25,000 is pretty great. Because think about 25,000 people. We got that exposure for free. We couldn't buy $25,000 or 25,000 people uh, on TV. It would be far too expensive for our budget. But something as simple as a Facebook photo that people can share with their friends gives us that kind of reach, that tremendous amount of reach. Uh, don't have the data for, for this, but I'd say that it probably tripled or quadrupled, that Elmo photo probably uh, tripled or quadrupled the amount of reach that we have. And that means beyond these 3,000 people. Okay, does anybody have questions about reach and some of that content? We'll talk about tools on how to create some of this stuff. Another aspect of another element is donations. People want it to be easy to contribute or to volunteer. Uh, you have to make it very clear. You'll see on Rex's page that there's a lot of ways to donate. Right there. This big red box right here. This right here. And I bet if you scroll down, yep, there it is again. Okay. And you'll notice that the donate button is red. If you look at the LPIN webpage, we have a mostly blue website, okay, uh, with the exception of some color right here. But even a lot, there's a lot of blue there, a lot of gray and blue, a little bit of pop of color there. Well, if you look at the top of this page, what are the two red elements? Donate and how do I get involved? 
we wanted to contrast the, the red to the blue so that pops a little bit more so people see the donate button. They see the how do I get involved button because the two most important parts of our websites are donate and get involved. Yeah, we want to give you information like Indi- Indiana's Annotated Constitution by Andy Horning. We want to give you podcasts to help you learn who leaders are in the Libertarian Party. We want to give you training resources uh, and fun polls and the news, which is down here. But really, all of that is designed to, drink, to bring traffic to see these two red pieces. Because if you can't give financial equity, we want you to give sweat equity for campaigns and for the party itself. Um, you know, other, other portions? Yes, sir. I, I don't have any studies. It, it is just the most vibrant color you can use without looking garish. If, if I had a neon green donate button or a bright yellow donate button, bright yellow would kind of wash and it wouldn't look as good. Neon would be too out of character for the website. Uh, for a website, a political website, red, white, and blue are pretty standard, and we've tried to use red, white, and blue without being cliche. Uh, you know, Rex does a good job of using the red, white, and blue theme without being cliche. You know, the, the pieces that are red are meant to draw your attention. Rupert's is mostly blue, blue and gold, because Rupert and his campaign team decided that they wanted to use blue and gold uh, to promote Libertarian Party colors. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a very subtle thing and these logos were created by uh, the logo guru design they go to that website we can put it up you said you helped design oh okay this is a website where you can go and you can start a project and you pledge $100 or $200 or $50 to the winner of the design contest, and you'll get 108 suggestions on average. Um, There's 33,000 graphic designers that visit this website, look at project descriptions, create logos or designs uh, like letterhead, envelopes, and then if their logo gets picked then they get the money and you get a great looking logo. Um, it is rumored that John Gregg, the Democrat in the Indiana governor's race, spent $19,000 on this logo. The other two parties will spend a tremendous amount of money on things like a logo. $19,000 versus $200 for Rupert. Um, we'll get to this site later. Uh, this is Andrew Markle. This is a Warwick County Council candidate down south who took a very basic... This is a very basic WordPress template. You can see if you look at our site and Markle's site and Rex's site. It's, it's designed... It's a magazine design template. Um, this is not finished yet, okay, so I will say that, but it is 
very nice website. If you look at it, it's got Meet Andrew. It doesn't say about Andrew. It's got Meet Andrew. It's sort of personal. It's got that personal touch. Get involved. Volunteer on Election Day. It's April, but he is already gearing people to get involved on Election Day. Take Election Day off work so I can have you work at the polls. For a local race, that's huge. The issues... Uh, the latest news, events, blogs, you can contact him and you can contribute. Um, he's on Facebook, Twitter, Vimeo, which is like YouTube, Flickr. Uh, you can email uh, him or you can get his RSS feed. Uh, this is just, he's not President George Washington. He's just uh, got that up as a dummy thing until he can get his social media set up. So he is... You know, a graphic designer, so it looks good, better than probably most, but it just has a lot of the, the right elements for a good campaign website. So, you know, those elements, the photo, the headshot, the logos, uh, other types of photos, video, audio, bios, platforms, these are all the content that you will use across your platforms. And you'll not just use it on one platform. You'll use it on every platform piece of media that you use. If you do a video, have your logo on the videos. If you do an audio podcast, you know, end each podcast with a little bit about who you are or what, make each podcast about what you stand for. Promote them on Twitter, on Facebook, and some of these other uh, avenues. So where do you get a website done? Well, if you have a cousin that's a graphic designer, you can go to wordpress.org. Uh, Ours was done on WordPress.org because I had a cousin that's a graphic designer that helped us do this website for free. Rex found a party member that is good at designing websites and twisted his arm to do it for him. Uh, Markle does this for a living, so he's able to do that. Uh, to get somebody to do the building of the website and the graphic work for him. So what if you don't have a cousin that does websites? Where do you turn? And actually, Jeremiah used, Jeremiah Morrill used one of those sites that I recommend, which is Squarespace. Squarespace is an out-of-the-box, it's a very simple website uh, company. I set up one in about uh, five minutes the other day, just kind of playing around, preparing for this. You can try it free. The co there is a cost. It's either $8 a month or 16 a month. You really only need the $8 a month. You can get you know, Jeremiah, set his up at jeremiahmoral.com. He can use Google Apps for email, and then he can start building out his website. Um, there's, it's obviously not finished, but there are some key elements. There's a blog to keep with up-to-date news about Jeremiah, the map, so you can find out if you're in his district. Uh, contact, donate today, uh, and... I don't think you have any really extensive web design experience, do you, Jeremiah? No, no. It's, it's you know that site is nice. It's the hosting. A lot of these different things, they they are. Um, you have to pay for somebody to design the website or, or have your own template that you can load into somebody else's web server. With the Squarespace software, it's all included for what I pay. I think I pay thirteen dollars a month or something for it, and then I pay ten dollars or something to go to editing the website, and it's mine. Um, and they guarantee that it's up all the time. And you know, I talked to some other friends about having it hosted somewhere. Um, but this, this is just really paying for peace of mind and simplicity. They do. They host it for you. They give you the templates that you can easily build. 
Uh, even Sam, who admits that he's a reformed Luddite, could set up a Squarespace site and make it look pretty decent. They give you... Uh, there's not even tours to watch. It's As you go in, and I, I wish I could remember my login, but if you were... Try to remember how to get in mind yeah basically you you have a little tag up here that says edit move update they give you the little uh, text descriptions of what you should do to that body how can you add separate panels so you you can move things around you can click and drag and put them in various places it's just a very simple way to do an easy website you don't need anything as go back over to like and this is this is not as big and as graphical as maybe Rex's, who's reaching more people, or the state parties, which is not a campaign designed for just eight months, or Markle, who's a graphic designer. These are top end websites. This is a very basic website that is going to fit the bill for Jeremiah without costing him more than eight dollars a month. He can do it himself. He's not relying on another person waiting on them to do free work. He's getting it done himself, and I promise you, anybody who uses Squarespace is able to do it. It's very, very easy. Uh, so that's a great option for people when they, when they need a, a website done and done pretty quickly because the smaller the race that you're running, you're not going to get a lot of traffic. It doesn't have to be as big. You can spend a ton of time building something with this much content and this much color, but we have an established base of people that visit our website every day for news. I've tried very hard to make the State Party website the place to go for libertarian news in Indiana because I want that traffic, because I want people to see how to volunteer, how to donate, how to connect with our candidates. So we have to have, we have a bit more need than maybe a candidate who's going to get 20 to 100 hits per day in their local race. If you're running for a township advisory board and you've got 200 constituents, you, you don't need this. Just go with something basic. This is, And I'm not picking on Jeremiah's site. It's exactly what he needs because he can do it quickly and update it regularly. Uh, but Squarespace doesn't come with email. Um, if you're going to do a WordPress.org site, I recommend Bluehost. I like them a lot. Uh, if you're going to do a Squarespace account, it doesn't come with an email like Bluehost would. So you can go to Google Apps, and Google Apps for free will give you several emails. So you could have, even if you're the only person working on your campaign, you can have your own email. You can have a fundraising email. You can have a volunteer coordinator email, even if that all goes to the one to one place. Uh, so email is incredibly important. It's a must. Foursquare is something that I recommend to uh, everybody to use. Okay, I put it in the absolutes as opposed to the optional because I think Foursquare is a fun way to share with, with people where you're campaigning, uh, where are places that you like to visit and support. Foursquare is, if you don't know, it's a geotagging site. It's like a, it's like a Facebook for locations. So if Rex is here today, Rex can tag and say, you know, my campaign and I are at the Newcastle Library at the LP 101 class meeting new libertarians. Then he can, that, that will push out to Facebook and Twitter, and it goes out to all of his supporters. Then he'll go to Bill's Diner for an event. He can tag that on his phone. Any smartphone will have Foursquare as an app. 
and say, you know, I'm at Bill's Diner. I love Bill's Diner. I support small business. You can give a little bit of a quick message about what you believe, who you support, places that you like to visit. It shows campaign activity. It shows that you support small businesses. It shows that you're doing an activity. And there may even be people, you know, you can say, I come to Bill's Diner every Tuesday night at 7. Join me if you want to ask me questions about my campaign. And Foursquare is a great way to show that activity, show those places that you support. Uh, and like I said, it pushes out to Facebook and Twitter and pretty much anywhere else. Um, it, it's, I guess it's not an absolute, but I really think that that's a good thing for candidates to do, to show location. Um, I did put, uh, I don't know how Facebook got moved off of the absolute, so please write in Facebook, because Facebook is an absolute. Facebook is the new town square. Facebook is the uh, place where discussions are taking place between friends and family these days. It is almost surpassing the phone as ways that people connect with each other, uh, especially for Generation Y or the millennial generation, the generation that I'm a part of. I don't really talk to my mom on the phone that often. I talk to her on Facebook. Uh, and she sees my photos. She sees what I'm doing. She sees the work that I'm up to. So when, because she knows that if she calls me on the phone and says, hey, what are you up to? I'm going to be like, nothing, I'm at a libertarian thing. But if she sees the description on Facebook, she's going to get a little bit more out of me. Well, it's the same way for your campaigns. It's a way for you to broadcast information. It's a way for you to add your positions and your discussions into the public square to your supporters. Okay, that's a very important distinction, and that's something that I really want to get across today. When you post something on Facebook, you are posting to supporters. You really have to start training your supporters to share, 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 because you want them to increase your reach. I want people, you know, and Rupert's campaign has started, has started to listen to me. Um... There's a, very di there's a very big difference between the state party saying share, I will get three or four shares, and it'll be party leadership, like Rex or Sam or Jeremiah, sharing a post. A candidate can build a cult of personality. People are more willing to follow a candidate than an abstract political party. So when Rupert, and let's just pause and take a look at that reach when we ask people to do this. They have a 1,000 people on their Facebook page, but in a span of six days, they reached 120,000 people on Facebook because they went on to Facebook, they posted several times, and said this was, this was designed for a reason. The end of the quarter happened, the star printed how much cash they had on hand, and in true libertarian fashion, it wasn't much. And so there were a tremendous amount of emails and phone calls from worried supporters going, you guys have only raised $5,000? Well, no, we haven't. And you, so you explain to the people who call in who are concerned. But what do you do to the party faithful who are looking at that going, man, does he have any support at all? Well, let's go to Facebook and show the strength of our grassroots operation. Friends, I'm running a true grassroots campaign. I do not have corporate sponsors like my opponents, which means I need your help. Okay, so it gets that little dig in on the other two about how they are bought and paid for by the big corporate interests. 
It enforces the fact that he is not a man of corporations, he's a man of the people, and asks people, he gives a call to action. Please share this information and share any other information I post. 73 people liked it, 21 people commented, and 119 people shared it. They, went, they gained over 100 followers in two hours uh, on their Facebook page, and it gave them a reach that day on their page for anything they posted uh, for that six-day period of 120,000 people. Okay, that's pretty significant. That's, you know, an ad in the Indianapolis Star. Okay, for free. And it's because they are using their Facebook page and the thousand people that they have following that page to their advantage by doing a couple things. They are giving a little bit of their message, which is a popular message, and a true message. It's an honest message. Rupert doesn't get corporate donations. Rupert is running a grassroots campaign. He isn't like his opponents who are very corporate interested, which means those corporations have paid him a lot of money for desirable outcomes at the end of their race. Um, And then he gives a call to action. He gives a very specific thing for his followers to do on Facebook. Share, 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 share. Help increase our reach. It's very nice to put out on Facebook your positions, but you also have to do. You also have to use those Facebook pages and that's those social media outlets to get results by giving a call to action. Ask people to share. Ask people to donate. Ask people to tell you about events. Ask people to come to an event. Ask pe- you know you know the elements of what you want to do in your campaign. You should have a campaign plan or some general direction of your campaign. Use these tools to help fulfill those goals and the ultimate mission of getting elected. And Facebook is a great tool because that's where the conversation is happening. There's 700 million people on this website, and you can reach those people, and you can see that libertarians can do it in a pretty effective way. I promise you that the Democrat especially doesn't have that kind of reach on their Facebook pages. Uh, So he is using his Facebook page to show his activity. They're they're kind of quiet this weekend because they're in Pennsylvania, which they mention. But Rupert is on the road three to five days a week. He's promoting an event here. Uh, they They talked about their event in Greenfield. They have the photo album. They post a lot of pictures. And the reason they post those pictures is they do it for a couple reasons. They want to show how active he is. And with the amount of people that they post, these people, see, Karen Carter tagged herself in the photo, or her friend Cart tagged it, so that goes out to all of Karen's friends. I, don't, I won't click on her page, but I bet that Karen probably has somewhere between 500 and 1,000 friends that just saw that, who will then like it, which goes on their profile, and it starts to expand and expand and expand. I'll add to that. After my event with last week, I got probably, on just my little campaign page, I think I got six new likes from people that I didn't know because Rupert was at my campaign that got linked to it and I got extra people just from, you know. You'll see on the State Party Facebook page and on Rupert's Facebook page, whenever we mention Rex Bell, whenever we mention Rupert, whenever we mention Jeremiah, we go in and we tag those people. Uh, we tag their page because if you're doing a post, you know, here's uh, 
Rupert with the Reason guys. You know, here's Rex's diner. Uh, so here's a person that shared it. And oftentimes, if you go and look at those shares, you'll see people who have shared off of other people's shares. So it becomes sort of like a pyramid scheme in a way. It, it just builds and builds and builds and builds. The more content that you post that people will like, i.e. photos and video and some audio or messages like quotes, people love to repost quotes, you've got to balance out substance with the, uh, the cute stuff. The, you, for every Elmo post, I will have two intellectual pieces that will satisfy people or some piece of training. So you, you, it's like we talked about earlier. You, people are motivated by different things, so you try to hit people where they're motivated. Um, so I will briefly go through some of the optional stuff and give my opinion on that for campaigns. Libertarian campaigns generally last from April to November. Um, very, not often do candidates.